Hi, welcome back to the Killer Sports Pick Show. We got my hosts here, Killer, and my main man, Graham Jordan. What's going on, Graham? Getting that mojo working? Oh yeah. Uh, starting to win in MLB and uh, trying to chase down, you know, the uh, the starters in NBA right now. Oh, it's gonna be tough. It's like. Everybody's resting. I wish I had a job where I rest and still get like paid six figures a week. <laughs> How uh, how's the weather in Rhode Island? Is it starting to warm up? Yes, yeah, actually warm. It's getting warmer, but the Red Sox are getting colder. Oh man, the Red Sox are looking bad. Yeah, they. <sighs> They're, they're killing me, man. That's all they're going to hear when they come back to front. I didn't understand that they're like the World Series champs, and they they started the season off on a West Coast road trip. Like, that doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird how some teams start off, um, some teams start off on these, like, two-city road trips. Um, seems kind of messed but up, they, I feel but they're like. the champions. Yeah, I feel like it, you know, maybe ever, at least half the league has to start off playing away, but to go like back to back seems a little messed up. It's crazy. For the fans. Yeah. They killed me twice this week. I had a six game parlay, $50. I would have won, one night I would have won 13, the other I would have won 12. And I keep in my head, like, I'm like, all right, the Red Sox going to win tonight. So I add them to the parlay. They lost. Two nights in a row, they killed me, man. I'm like, Ugh. I told you, whatever number you come up with for your parlay to just subtract one. I know, I should do that. But I, I hit this week, I played NCAA, I played all of the unders one night, and I hit I hit 1,300. Was that the NIT ticket that you it was sent like me a picture of? NIT, CIT, they have so many tournaments now, CGBI, NIT. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was scary because um, Texas Southern, they that game they just started hitting through. First half the score was so low, and I was like, I'm cruising. Then they started nailing threes, and then they went into overtime. And I don't know who the kid is, but I owe him something because he had a chance to score, but they were like winning, and he dribbled out, <laughs> and that's how I won. I was like, oh my god. You should tweet him and thank him. Right now, then I'll be under investigation for like <laughs> point shaving or something. But he didn't need to score; they were winning. Well, that sounds a little opposite of. Uh, remember how you were describing the end of the Rams game last year? Yeah. <laughs> remember, you were mad that he just uh, he didn't run in for the touchdown. He did that twice, right? Early. <laughs> Uh, I remember one time because you were really mad. Yeah, because I had I had them in FanDuel and I needed that to boost me. But all right, so this is our sixtieth episode, G- give or take one or two, because I feel like sometimes we haven't counted our specials, and sometimes we have. Sometimes we have what? Sometimes we count our specials as an episode. 
and sometimes we don't, so it might be as high as like 62, 63. What does your root book say on it? I gotta check with the committee. <laughs> okay, get a committee. But let's let's pay some bills. Uh, our first sponsor, one of our best sponsors, is New England Fleece. Best fleece in the business is warming up, but stop preparing for next year. They have a new line in. It's uh, called Fakes Fur or Fax Fur, what do they call it? Fax Fur line is really. Huh? Go for it. Faux. I think Fo. the X is silent. Oh, uh, fur. Yeah. Fufa. FIFA? <laughs> Fo. Fee fur. They have the Fee Five Faux fur. It's a really good line. Um, it's unbelievable. I have some samples. I got to hook ground up with some and uh, go over to northeastfleece.com. Let them know that Killer and Ground Jordan sent you and get you discount. Also, check out Grey Gear, Play Forever, What's Your Play Forever. Also, we've updated our uh, our website over this last week. Uh, we got almost all our sponsors up there. We just um, have to put one more. I think one more. Um, but the website is killasportpicks.com. And uh, we've got new pages up. We've taken down some old ones. So make sure to visit and bookmark and also follow us on Twitter at Kill a Sport Pick. Dude, we have like 126 Twitter followers. I feel like that's a very low number. You feel like what? That's a really low number. Well, we don't really like think of the days when we tweeted ourselves, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're doing well. Like it's last started. It's almost going to be a year in May, right? Yeah. So let's see. I think it's the end of May. Will be like our one year anniversary of the podcast. Yeah, and we started. We used to do it on. Um, you were on a cell phone. Yeah, I was like. I had to, yeah, the audio was bad in the beginning because you had to like, you know, call me on the car phone. <laughs> that was your house phone because your cell phone would, would click out. Oh yeah, my car phone wouldn't work, so house phone. <laughs> you had the the big car phone that came in a bag. It was four dollars <laughs> a minute. <laughs> oh, you weren't born. <laughs> it only works for thirty minutes if it wasn't charged. But it, it, when I look back, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, when I look back, we had a, you know, we worked through challenges, so it's only going to get better for us. And, you know, we're winning the games, and we have people following us, and it, it's, I love it. We have great people that come in. We had uh, T-Rez, he's really good, which we got to get him back in. That guy's like a UFC savant. Thanks, T-Rez. And then we had uh, Marco come in in the NFL. We had Boom Baby. So, we're going to keep our lineups going with uh, some good commentators coming in, or guest commentators. Is that My it? first cell phone, it had no buttons. the antenna built into the top. Oh, yeah. Like a two-inch antenna, but then you could, like, you could pull out a smaller antenna from inside that. It like, had two antennas? I don't believe you. You're one up in me. <laughs> it had an antenna inside of the antenna, and then on the bottom, like, the where the... the uh, 
the speaker is for like the talking to it was like curved in a little bit. Nice. And, uh, I wonder where that phone is. I don't know. What I hate about the uh, old cell phones is I hate bulgy pockets. It used to make your pockets bulge out. It just looked, <laughs> it looked a little funny. That's, what I That's why you had to get a fanny pack to put the cell Dude, phone in. I have a fanny pack. No, I have. I believe you. No, it's called not the fanny pack. The satchel, men's satchel. <laughs> when I bought my BMW, they gave me one. And uh, my wife my wife won't let me wear it. Oh, man. Yeah, you should wear it around. I love that thing. Because you don't have to worry about anything. I put my phone in there, my wallet. Like, <laughs> when I'm out with the kids, I'm hands-free, man. Well, I guess you'd have to worry about somebody stealing your BMW satchel. Yeah, some guy come running by. Like, he's fighting. No, let my satchel go. I can see that happening. Some guy trying to steal my satchel. Runs by, takes it, jumps into his Miata. <laughs> With the top down so he doesn't have to open the door and just speeds off. Yeah, it just runs off with it. That, yeah, I can see that happen. And me calling the police, he took my satchel! He took my satchel! Please come on and see. I can see that happening. Are we, are we going to talk sports anytime today? Yeah, so last week we were talking about oh, um, the, the two games... That were coming up that day were Duke and Michigan State, and uh, I think it was Auburn, Kentucky, and uh, we split the difference. So uh, I had Kentucky and Michigan State going, and you had Duke and Auburn going. So yes, uh, neither one of us was completely right or completely wrong, but I am pretty proud of myself for picking Michigan State to beat Duke. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I'm proud of you too, but they were uh, both. They were great games. I watched the games with uh, my son, and and they were some awesome games. Like that, you know, we were skeptical a few weeks ago because you know we said some teams should have been in that weren't, and other teams that shouldn't have been in are in. But the tournament overall has been really, really good. Every game been has been competitive. There weren't many blow, blowouts. Um, but it, every game has been uh, really competitive. Can you say blowout? No. Say blowout. I can't pronounce it. Blowout? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you caught it, but after uh, Duke lost, uh, Dick Vitale, he posted something on Twitter saying that, uh, that Duke got screwed with their with their uh where they got put and having Michigan State in their bracket and everything and that Duke should have been in a different bracket than Michigan State. He got lit up on Twitter. Yeah, but because... we said that in the beginning though. I I didn't see what happened on Twitter, but in the beginning we did say like Duke, who's the overall number one, did have the hottest the hardest uh way to the championship. Uh you said that. I thought UNC had the hot, had the hardest uh, path to. No, to the I Final think Four. It was, see Dick Vitale agrees with me. Well, Twitter did not agree with him. Oh, they basically called him a sore loser and a, just a dude. Did he fan, say anything back? Like a sports analyst. Uh, 
Well, the person I didn't see him. I didn't see him respond. The person that handles his Twitter. Did they say anything back? (laughs) No, I'm surprised they didn't just delete it because there were like thousands of messages. Yeah, ripping him apart for being a Duke fan first before a uh, before a sports analyst. But he he loves North Carolina too, right? Yeah, if there's Duke North Carolina playing, he's probably one of the announcers and. He's on cloud nine whenever that happens. Definitely. He, uh, you know, he used to coach. What did he coach? He coached basketball. He was at Detroit. He coached for three years. I would not want to play for him. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to stand. Grab the rock, baby. Come on, go to (laughs) Dipsy Dandy. (laughs) So I noticed something about, uh, my bracket this week. So, in the East, I had Michigan State going um, from, let's see, from the Sweet 16 all the way to the Final Four. My picks were 100% correct there. And then in the West, the same thing. Sweet 16 all the way to Texas Tech, 100% correct. Um, In the South, I had Virginia going to the Final Four. um, But I missed a couple games in there where I thought... uh, Let's see, what did I have? Oh, I had uh, Tennessee beating Purdue. But other than that, you know, I was correct there. But then I go down to the Midwest and my bracket is just destroyed. And I don't think that that's, um, I don't think that that's on accident. I think the reason is, is that I'm a Kansas fan. Yeah. So I think that had something to do with how I picked my my games down there and, and i think this happens to a lot of people where you know i think their you know their bias comes through but you know if you're looking at like espn or any kind of professional site uh i would not like to see that happen but i think it does happen a lot you know because you had all these people talking about you know duke making it like Basically, just making it easily to the Final Four, winning the championship with with no no contenders. But I, I think with that, it is biased. Like, okay, if you listen to our show, you know I'm a Rams fan. And some weeks I were bi- I was biased towards them, but then, you know, I understand. Like, I hit reality too. Some weeks I was like, there's no way they're gonna cover. But I think going into the tournament with Zion coming back after he rested for a few games. Duke seemed to be the hottest team going. You know, when you think about the guys in the Final Four right now, Virginia stumbled in. Michigan State definitely stumbled in. Like, people didn't think there should have been a two. Um, Texas Tech stumbled in. They lost their conference title game. Um, so it looked like Duke was the strongest team going in. But I don't know. They They had, you know, a few two-point victories and – I guess with Zion back, everyone thought they were going to do it. Uh, so I think that a lot of the way people perceive teams was based on the coverage of the teams by ESPN and other sports shows. I can agree with that. So because I tend not to listen to a lot of that, one, because we do a show and I don't want to repeat a lot of what they say. I tend to just watch the games and you know try to drown out you know, whatever commentary there is. And I think that's why I had Michigan state and Texas tech going because I watched them and I saw how, 
you know, how good they were. And in, instead of listening to like the pundits, what they have to say. Yeah. And you're but, but also what I noticed is that when it came to that Midwest bracket, I realized that my own, my own, you know, fandom is what screwed me over in the Midwest. Side. Is that a guy's name? My own fandom. Yeah, he lives in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he really screwed me over. Yeah. Um. But who do you? Yeah. So it's just something I guess to be to be aware of. You know, when you're looking at when you're looking at picking games, is uh, is to see. You know, you shouldn't look at what you want to happen. You should look at at what probably, probably will happen. Good point, man. Um, I don't know what a hand clapping thing is, but I'll give you an explosion. <laughs> no, that's a good point, and I see. I tend to see like I'm in a one fantasy league, and it's a lot of Patriots players, and I tend to see that I'm at Patriots fans. I tend to see that like they go with like the Brady's, and oh, this guy's gonna have a good year. But they look at what they want to happen. That's good. They don't look at reality. They look, oh, this should happen. You know, that didn't make sense. It's hard to see in yourself. It's it's something that's easy to see in other people. But when you're playing DFS and, you know, season-long fantasy, it's something that everyone has to look out for in themselves because you can screw yourself over. I, the way you're talking, I seem, it seems like I should be laid out on a couch and you're behind the desk talking to me. This is like... Fantasy, uh, fantasy therapist. Yeah, yeah, fantasy therapist. Yeah, so you hit the you hit the chord. You're right. I gotta uh, copyright that fantasy therapist. I know. So, what do you think about today? And I'll tell you what I think about today. All right. So we're probably going to disagree on this, which is fine. Come on. So I think Auburn getting six points uh, beats the spread. I think this game will be very close. However, I think Virginia wins this game by, you know, one, two, or three points, but I think Auburn covers. And then I think Michigan State wins and covers, um, so they're giving up two and a half. Um, but I think they they beat the spread and they win the game. So you're absolutely right. <laughs> we don't. You dis- agree with me? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we don't agree. I think uh, Auburn <laughs> wins the game, and I think... Texas Tech wins the game. But I'm going to play both. I'm going to play Auburn with the points, Texas Tech with the points, and then I'm going to play under, two under. So that would probably, parlay-wise, that would probably tip $50 parlay, maybe eleven dollars to $1,200. I just think well, Auburn's the hottest network team. has the network uh, has the Final Four in the championship. Is it CBS? It's going to be CBS. So they'll probably air... Both games today on CBS. How mad would CBS be if it's Auburn, Texas Tech in the championship? <laughs> yeah. I think they already lost a bunch of viewers when Duke got knocked out. But see, that that's the part, like you said, I'm a fan of basketball. So, you know, I'm going to watch if it was Murray State versus... College of Chicago, I don't know. But I still watch because it's, you know, I'm near to watch basketball. I'm a Georgetown Hoyas fan. I've been a Georgetown Hoyas fan since Patrick Patrick Ewing been playing there. But, you know, they haven't done well so lately, but I'm still watching basketball. 
they were in what the NIT and they lost, but I still watch basketball. They were one of my uh, snub picks. Yeah, the they they ended Georgetown. Yeah, hot. Um, but I agree with you, and I think me and you obviously we you know we watch a ton of sports, so we're gonna watch it all the way to the end. I think some casual fans may have got bumped out um, yeah. by like Gonzaga not going, North Carolina not going, Duke not going. But you know the, I think probably you know all obviously all the diehards are going to continue to watch. Yeah, I agree. Do we move on from this or no? Um. All right. Yeah. So our NCAA uh, basketball bracket breakdown was brought to you by Skybook AG. There we go. You can go to our website, click through the links, and uh, check out Skybook's deals. So up next, we got NBA DFS, uh, and that'll be brought to you by FanDuel. Nice. So what um what lineup are you playing today? Well, I guess is there only one slate? Is there just a five p.m.? There's two games today. Uh, yeah, so that's it. It's just a five p.m. main slate, two games. So it's kind of bare bones today. Yeah. So where's my lineup? The thing about today is it's you really have to pay pay close attention because um, I know Philly's still fighting for a third seed. You just you just have to pay close attention to who's playing, who's not playing. I don't think Embiid's playing today. They're like um, Philly's like ten point favorites over Chicago, but I like some of the Chicago younger players like uh, Lemon Junior. Chicago, I think they're like holding contests to let their fans play right now. Yeah, <laughs> but they have this kid, uh, Lemon. He was like in a D league, and they brought him up. So his numbers, three games uh, since he was brought up against Toronto, he had forty six point eight. New York, he had twenty four point nine, and then against Washington, he had forty one point six fantasy points. This kid's pretty good. He can shoot. He can play great defense. He can dish the rock. He'll be somewhere next year. Just don't know Matt nowhere. But um, I'm I'm a, he's gonna be in a majority of lineups. So you can tell that that's a junior name. Like that name that he has, he wouldn't have it unless it was a junior. Because doesn't that sound like an old time name? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Like uh, he his picture and um. His picture in uh, FanDuel, it looks looks like it's old time, like he's an old time player. <laughs> um, um, so, so yeah, so Philly, you know, I see Embiid is a game time decision, but I don't see any point for if they're making a push, you know, in the playoffs. There's no point to risk him against uh, not at Chicago. All. So I'm gonna go Ben Simmons at my at one of my point guards. Then I'm going to go George Hill at my other. I'm going to go Russell. Then I'm going to go Lemon Jr. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Greek Freak at my small forward. Jay Reddick, who's been hot. He's If they sit people, uh, Reddick will probably play. That's why I had him. I like uh, at my power forward, I like Scott. Mike Scott, good guy. He, uh, he had a solid night last night. And then I'm going to go with... Uh, Wilson with Milwaukee, DJ Wilson. I think there's two Wilsons, so make sure you get the right one, DJ Wilson. 
He's a power forward. And then I'm going with Cristiano Felicio. I'm sure that I didn't say that right. With Chicago at my center. He's probably going to get a ton of run tonight because they've been playing him a lot. He's been playing um, over 20 minutes a game. Nice. So our lineups are going to ha- obviously have a lot of similar players because the, the pool is pretty shallow. So at point guard, first spot, I'm going to take Harrison from Chicago, Shaquille. Um, That's the pool. At the second point guard spot, I'm going to take Simmons from Philly. First shooting guard spot, I'm taking Walter Lemon Jr. I have that. And, uh, well, I'm going to trade you for him. <laughs> At the second shooting guard spot, I'm going to take Middleton uh, from Milwaukee. Small forward, first spot, I'm going to take Samson from Chicago. Second small forward spot, I'm also going to put in Redick. At the first power forward spot, I'm going to take Ed Davis from Brooklyn. He's my cheap guy. Might get thrown out here. At the uh, second power forward spot, I'm going to take Tobias Harris because Embiid probably won't play. So usually when that happens, Harris gets a bump in his scoring. And then at the center, I'm going to take Brooke Lopez from Milwaukee. Nice. Here's the thing. When there's a uh, two-game slate, and I've won. I've come in first place in two-game slates. Be creative as possible. Have a lineup set that, all right, you know, these guys are going to get me solid 30, 20 to 40 points. But then be creative with one. The reason why is that the more creative you are and someone goes off, you have that lineup, that distinct lineup that no one else has, and that would propel you to number one. Like Ground just said, we're gonna have a ton of lineups the same because there's not many there's not many uh, players in the pool. But um, <laughs> be as creative as you can. You're right. That's definitely something. I mean, you taught me that when it came to like MLB I last year. You that. <laughs> yeah. So like last year we're doing like like especially in the single games. You know, I saw like you did really well in like the the five man because you would get really creative. You know, with your last player. Yeah. Um, Remember that time we put White? We were making fun because we knew somebody with that last name. And I put him at my um, 1.5. And he, he hits the game winning home run and I won. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was, I think, where a lot of that conversation started was, was when that happened. And then I remember even last year you putting some guys in who weren't starting. That's, yeah. Um, in your five man, and they would come in and pinch hit, you know, in the in the eighth inning, you know, and no one and, has them, and be the difference, in, yeah, in winning. That that works too. You got to be creative. So all right, so that does it for our NBA DFS. Brought to you by FanDuel. Up next, we've got MLB, and that's brought to you by IBet. So I'm gonna shoot off. I have a one ten. Is it an all day or early? Early. It's just a one ten slate. Again, um, check to see who's starting and who's not starting. A uh, good thing Ground taught me was set your alarm on your phone. Everybody has a cell phone, right? Car phone? <laughs> Everyone has a car phone. Um, set your alarm. 
to whatever time you're playing so like you, you never uh miss the you never miss time to to set your lineup. So I'm gonna start with Matt Moore with uh Detroit. His first game he did well. He pitched a two hitter, six strikeout, no runs. He had forty three fantasy points. Then I'm going with uh Lonzo with the Mets, Pete Alonzo. He's a good bat. The Mets have been doing well. Unbelievable. Then here's a guy that, if you listened to us last year, you know that I love. My Monacata dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in the mood to sing it. Oh, man. But Monacata. I forgot about that song. Do you remember that song? I used to sing it. You used to hate it. Yeah, that was a... You really bridge a gap with that one. I know, but I can't sing. <laughs> so, uh, Monacata, he... Last year, he was like a $2,300 player, and I always used him. This year, he's 4100 because he can hit. This guy's unbelievable. Last two games, 40 fantasy points, then 23 fantasy points. This guy's unbelievable. Then I'm going McNeil from the Mets, another good hitter. Then I'm going with uh, Ahmed Rosario, another good bat. The Mets are uh, going against Corbin. It's a um, Washington pitcher. It looks like he has a 3.0. Not a not a heavy strikeout guy. So then Bryce has to do it. He has to go to Philly and get the cheesesteak. Or like he's gonna like get booed every every like he go he'll go take out his tracks and get booed if he doesn't do well this uh today in um Philly. But I'm gonna go with Bryce Hopper. I think he's gonna have a huge night. And then I'm going with Robles with Washington, Confronto with Mets. Then I'm going with Manny Machado with San Diego. Nice. Um, what was I going to say? Man, I'm out of breath after that. Oh, I do enjoy when Bryce Harper strikes out <laughs> in Philly and just watching the fans' reactions. Yeah, it's... You know, it's sad to see him, you know, not do well, but the the Philly fan overreactions, like negative overreactions, are, are very amusing to watch. They showed this kid, he should have been in school the other day, but he was at the game, and he's just booing, and his popcorn's falling, and he's like, <laughs> The announcer's like, yeah. that kid should be in school. The games at Philly should just have like you know you remember picture in picture yeah they should have like a picture in picture camera that just shows you know Philly fans losing it throughout the game. <laughs> I think he has a big day though today. I think you know he comes in like you're getting all that money and like last year with um what's the guy the Yankees got last year who's hurt? Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his name. Uh, Didi's hurt. No, Didi and um, with the outfielder. Um, Hicks is also hurt. No, the big. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his name. Whatever, but it. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just talking about him actually, but it. What happens is, uh, it it does something on your psyche, you know, and everyone starts booing you, you know, it, it, it just stinks, you know, and. Then, I never been there, like, cause I never, Stanton, I don't, I, it just came back to my head, I don't know, too early in the morning. But it must bother you, like, you're in your home stadium, you're just getting booed. 
Yeah, I don't feel super bad for him, though, because I think he has enough money for therapy. You do your sports therapy. Um, all right, so I've got I've got a few, um, but since you gave the early one, I'll just give my, my late. Um, so this is the 705 um, main slate. And uh, at pitcher, I'm going to take Wade Miley from Houston pitching at home. He's really cheap, only 6,600. He's a lefty. Um, at catcher first base, I'm going to take Flowers from Atlanta. So they haven't said yet if McCann is starting there or if Flowers is starting. So make sure, set your alarm for 7, uh, check back, and, and see who which one's starting. At second base, I'm going to take Mustakis. From Milwaukee. Third base, I'm going to take Shaw from Milwaukee. At shortstop, I'm going to take Swanson from Atlanta. He's uh, He started out the season pretty well. At uh, the first outfield spot, I'm going to take Yelich. Super expensive, you know, 5000 But he he's probably leading the MVP race right now. Probably a race between him and Bellinger. Uh, at the next outfield spot, I'm going to take Braun from Milwaukee. That's my guy. And at my third outfield spot, I'm going to take Ronald Acuna Jr. from Atlanta. That. And then in my utility spot, I'm going to take Enciarte from Atlanta. So obviously, Winning. I'm stacking Atlanta and Milwaukee bats late today. Um, in the early games, um, I like... The Tampa bats. You can only play them if you play the all day slate, though. What time's um, their uh, game? Their game's at four, so FanDuel well, doesn't have like a midday lineup. So they should have like a single, like a single game with that. Probably. They might. I haven't checked the single games in MLB, but um, you know, it's just a little bit of advice moving forward over the next week uh, to the listeners. The Tampa bats are doing really well, and they're cheap. And then the San Diego bats aren't doing bad. They're also cheap. And then San Diego pitching is also really cheap right now. Yes, and, and Arizona bats woke up last night. Like Arizona's bats are doing well. The White Sox, like Anderson, had a killer game yesterday. Uh, Minnesota doing all right. Planco hit for a cycle. Fam, uh, he has a 40-game on-base um streak going from last year so it's the teams that you don't expect that's doing well right now you know like the and there's some teams that the bats are way overpriced for how they're doing yeah so yeah you can pick so like yankees boston super overpriced crazy. but yeah you go in and you get cheap tampa bats and they're scoring more than the yankees and the red sox bats. that's gonna really help you then you can get a good pitcher and then just use low um, money bats that are getting points. And uh, who else? Oh, Cleveland's bats aren't doing very well. No. You know, this this uh, at the beginning of the season. So last year, I didn't ride streaks as much. Uh, I started to look at things like um, I thought, uh, you know, it was an anomaly, you know, when, when things would happen. But looking back, you know, there were these big streaks that happened. I don't know if you remember like Pitt. Yeah. Um they went on a tear. Yes. You know, for for a while. And it lasted, you know, for weeks. And I kept thinking, Oh, you know, that's just they're gonna cool down, they're gonna cool down. But I think this year I'm gonna try to ride these trends a little longer. Yeah, and that, um, I'm with you. Like um 
I had the White Sox stacked. I had your San Diego stacked. And those guys are the ones that are, that are winning the rooms. I'm, I'm winning rooms because of that. So. All right. So MLB was brought to you by iBet. And then last, we have uh, NHL. Do you have an NHL line? I didn't do one for today. I haven't been doing right. it. So. Yeah, it's almost over. And uh, you got a lot of other stuff going on right now besides NHL. But um, I'll run through mine real quick. So this is the 7 p.m. slate brought to you by Sports Odyssey. At the first center spot, I'm going to take Malkin. Second center spot, Trocheck from Florida. First wing, Kessel from Pitt. Next wing, Hoffman from Florida. Third wing, Neal from Calgary. And fourth wing, Frolic from Calgary. At the defense spot, I'm going to take Yandel from Florida. Second defense, I'm going to take Schultz from Pitt. And in between the pipes, I'm gonna put Murray from Pitt. Here we go, man. You're you're in between the pipes, guy. <laughs> but uh, one thing we forgot to mention tonight: the uh, Coors game. It's gonna. It's tough to uh, stack the the whole game with L.A. and Colorado. They make it where you can't, but um, put as many L.A. bats as you can in your lineup tonight because they're going to be cracking home runs tonight. They got a strong win, six miles per hour going left to right. It's going to it's gonna be a home run night. Remember that um, yeah. stat we had, though? The night uh, oh, Saturday's. Last year you said don't, don't pick Coors on Saturday. Yeah, but I'm going back. And it actually worked out it did? pretty well. But... Remember? Yeah, because everyone would stack Coors, and every Saturday it would be like a one-two game, yeah, or like a three-three-two game. Yeah, so I don't know. Let's let's go opposite today. You think the curse is broken? I don't know. It's early. We're gonna do opposite day. So like, wear All your right, socks so... on your hands. <laughs> but I don't know. Let's try it out. But it... sit on the toilet backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm potty training my son and. Uh... Went in the bathroom and he's yelling, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And I go in and he's sitting on the toilet backwards. <laughs> How come you can't do that, man? Uh, I guess nothing says you can't. It worked. He, he made it work. <laughs> so it's like, what if you went to like a public bathroom and you see somebody's shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like... You had a couple of beers. You walk in the bathroom, facing towards the wall. That'd be awesome. What would you do? I would probably just die laughing. <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, um. So the last thing, um, check out our props page on our website. Um, we have about three props from different games, uh, different sports that are going that day. And um, it's brought to you by Thrive. So that's where the props are from. And you can click through the links to, to get over to Thrive. I've been on the money with those too. Out. Yeah, so these are these are killers locks for the day. So, you know, we're giving you three, but it helps, you know, set, set your lineup yeah. apart. And if you go over to Thrive, uh, use the promo code KILLER, and they give you a nice bonus. They've been hooking our guys up. A lot of people have been phoning me, thanking me for it. So uh, go over there. They're really professional, awesome guys, and 
check them out and whatever our uh, advertisements on the uh, site click on them and uh, sign up it helps the podcast it helps us stay on the air to help you guys out you got anything else for today yeah I want to dedicate today's show to a close friend of mine Jamie Metcalf Jamie I hope you're listening to us baby we love you also check out our website killasportpicks.com and follow us on twitter at killasportpick yes and get to uh throughout the day just keep checking to make sure your guys are playing um check the weather today the weather looks pretty clear so but more than anything thank you for listening to us we love you keep listening to us win some money and let us know thanks We're out. Peace.